I'm finna drop the light and set this game on fire. See me burn to death before I retire. Everybody surprised they spit this hot. Like, how the white boy gets game unlocked. I'm a full blown try to the melting pot. Color don't mean a thing if you want my thoughts. Wait, hold up, hold up one second. Let me take a quick breath before I kill this record. Okay, now I'm good. I've been needing all my greens like a good boy. All right, welcome to Shit Happens When You Party Naked, everybody. Take two. You're not going to hear the first take because it was fucked up. Um, But I want to welcome everybody to the show. Thank everybody for listening. Everybody who's listened to the show the last couple of weeks said nice things to me. I really appreciate it. Uh, Make sure you subscribe. Feel free to share with a friend, too, if you know know somebody who might like to listen to this shit. Subscribe, uh, share with a friend, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, all that fun shit. Uh, today I am joined by um, my Melanson fam. I got Earl with me. What's up, Earl? Say hey to everybody. How you doing? How you doing? I've also got, for the first time, PJ Melanson. That is my brother-in-law. Hi, how are you? You sound great, PJ. Way to lean in. I really like the way you get on that mic. So, um, how's everybody's Saturday? Oh, it's good for St. Patty's Day. We are recording on St. Patty's Day. You guys listening are probably going to be, um, well, you might not be hungover anymore. It'll be Monday, but uh, we're recording a St. Patty's Day episode, so um, I'm pouring myself a little bit here. Look at the Irish. Yeah? Uh, So, quick question. Are you guys Irish at all? Never. Is there any Irish in you? PJ? I don't think so. You would know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No. Well, I don't think so. We're all French. French Canadian. French Canadian. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no Irish, but we're celebrating anyway. Yeah, what the hell? What the hell? Why 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 the hell not? Yeah, everybody's Irish, a little bit Irish. Well, today, I mean, just you know. Take Let me credit. ask you this. What is the um uh mm. What does it mean when you wear orange on St. Patrick's Day? I have no idea. What does it mean? I, 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 have you, I have understood. I've never heard of it. Huh? You never heard of mm-hmm. it? I thought nope. it was like a uh, slap in the face. It's not like saying fuck you to the Irish? Right, sort of? yes. And it has something to do with when they were at war. I, I, you know, you know, they're still battling with the IRA and all that stuff. Okay. And, and I think it was like a slap in the face to the Irish to wear orange, you know. Because yeah. the British wanted to take over Ireland, you know, they want that's what they want, I guess, you know, it has something to do with the Protestants. I don't know. Well, I think the Irish are all like Catholic, though, right? Right, right. Yeah, and, and then, so, but the English are Protestants, and that's why they got into a little bit, right? Yeah, yep. fight a little bit over that. Yeah. King James eight, uh, King James uh, version of the uh, Bible. So I just googled that. Our show producer has some uh, some info. info. Everybody say hey, wait, hey to Chrissy. What's up, Chrissy? Hey. Hi. So it says, Protestants protest by wearing orange instead of green. Ironically, no one wears white. The placement of the white stripe between the green and orange stripes on the Irish flag is supposed to symbolize the peace between Roman Catholic majority and the Protestant minority. So I don't really understand what I just read, but... I think what you read is that the Protestants in England wear orange to say, fuck you, to the Irish, and like, I don't dig your stupid holiday. Well, they they don't like... You know they want to be independent. The 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 the, the Brit, you know, the Irish. They want to be yeah. independent, and 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 so London, not London, England hmm. wants them as a uh, you know part of them. 
And that's what this whole IRA thing is, you know, the you know, Irish Republican Army and all this stuff, you know, it's just that it has to, to do with all that, you know. Mm. And I think that was like a symbol, the orange. I always wondered about that, you know. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Well, I knew the flag was, was green, white, and orange because if, if Kerry hears this and I don't, <coughs> we don't like defend the Irish and say good things about the Irish and then express at least a little bit of knowledge about the Irish, she may not speak to us again. <laughs> Because she's Irish, and they're in Ireland right they're now. They're currently so. in Ireland. Yeah, they're currently in Ireland. Great place to go, I guess. So um, this uh, episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Wing Kong Trading Group. We um, this is brought to you by um, a new product of theirs called Vlad the Impale Her. Vlad the Impale Her. I think it's, I think it's an erection pill. The <laughs> Vlad the Impale Her. It's the H E R is all caps. So, uh, Vlad the Impale Her, and again, you can find it at fine gas stations near you. Oh, so, oh. go take some Vlad the Impale Her. I need, I need her, guys. a yearly subscription. You know, I they sent me a box. I'll just oh, okay. PJ, you want some of that? You want some of this Vlad the Impale? No, thank you, Jason. Yeah. Well, shit. All right. Well, he's young yet. He doesn't need it. I mean, he's got a lot of gray in his beard, though. Look at him. Yeah, that's true. He's getting old. He's getting old. And I mean, everybody can use a little Vlad, Vlad the Impale Her. Vlad the Impale Her. I, I just, I love the puns. Mm. This guy's at the Wing Kong there. Somebody speaks English over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vlad the Impale Her. I wonder if the um, sales have increased from the Pill Cosby. I don't know. I got a podcast last Yeah, week. We, need to, we need to talk to somebody about the Pill Cosby. Uh, PJ, did you hear about the Pill Cosby? I did not, Jason. The pill Cosby is um, its a sleep remedy. It'll knock you the fuck out. Oh, so oh, that's Bill Cosby. all for Bill Cosby. Bill, yeah. yeah, I think it's a play on words. Yeah, it's the pill. It's pill Cosby. And you're not supposed to give it to anybody else. So anybody who's listening, please don't um, don't give Bill Cosby to anybody, especially if they don't, don't know. know. You're, yeah, yeah. If they don't know, you're giving it to them. You know, make sure that the, everybody you give it to, make sure you know that they're giving it to them. You you giving it to them? Don't don't give it to somebody that doesn't know you're giving it to them, and I mean that generally speaking as well as specifically to Pill Cosby. So PJ, I would like to invite you now to go ahead and get real close to that microphone. Just get get right up on it and just exhale. Just 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 blow right up. Oh, look at that! <laughs> give it a good one, just like earlier. Uh, well, appreciate. Uh, are you protesting? Huh? Are no. You protesting a little bit. I don't want to get yelled at. Did you get... Did you I got get, scolded. You got well, scolded? Somebody slapped my penis because I was fucking around. <gasps> yeah, slapped your penis? Who slapped your penis? I would do nothing. I was just, that. you know, throwing that your out wrist, there. maybe, but... The producer's pouring herself another bourbon. How many is that, Chrissy? Are we not keeping track? It's Patty's. It's St. Patty's Day. Why keep track? Right? Why keep track? Are you slapping me with your penis? Absolutely not. Your parents are here. What the F? Yeah. Come on, PG, folks. PG. I okay, PG-13. PG-13 at, uh, at, the, at the best. All right, this is a pretty hard R show, actually. We, we, play, <laughs> we, we play some fucked up. I, oh, we're going to play some oh. of that audio for PJ. I think um, that might change his life a little bit. But um, And maybe Tammy's. And possibly Tammy's as well, you know? What? The, you know, we played it for you the last time. The dude getting kicked in the schmack. Oh, that's disgusting. 
Yeah. What did you, how did you feel about that? Did you go home and like I, I download a whole bunch ridiculous. of ridiculous. I mean, that's just, you know. Come on. So, PJ, I'm sure you're familiar. People do some weird stuff for sexual gratification. Oh, sure. Oh, sure, yeah. And I mean, the internet is filled with people doing such things. How can that Absolutely. help your sex life? It just debilitates you. I, I would think that it would be rather debilitating long term, but, um, you know, you not always, I guess. You don't get slapped with a penis. What are we talking no, about? No, 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 no. Okay. He slaps your penis. <gasps> because you did something bad. I don't know. No. Oh. Do we have to buy tickets no. for it or what? We saw that in Vegas. You could pay more. I've seen that. That's it's coming out of the... Why would you do that? It's coming oh. out of the speaker. <laughs> it is. It is. I should turn my Bluetooth on. It's so weird. Here it is it's in very slow mean. motion. She's wearing boots and nothing else, and just letting this guy schmack have it. That's what so, happens oh, if you mean. do something wrong on this show. So that is what. That's the escalation. <laughs> yeah. If you f around too much when I'm trying to record the intro, I mean, uh, you know, you get your penis slapped. You're, well, you might or get kicked. it kicked by a naked lady wearing boots, and um, Earl is just rubbing his temples. We're like five <coughs> minutes into this thing, and Earl is just rubbing his temples. Like what? Proud of you, Bob. Proud of you, buddy. You like mm. you like that? I, it just. I don't understand that. You know, yeah, I don't get, get it either. Enjoyment but out of that. I get enjoyment out of it. I'll be honest with you guys. I get enjoyment out of it. I get enjoyment out of watching it. I think this shit is hilarious. Like PJ won't even look, but I think it's just <laughs> it's painful. It, yeah, but I I love. I think it's hilarious. I, just I can't cringe. stop. I can't look. I mean, yeah, it's it, I do cringe a little bit too. But it's also like the sound that he makes. It's just it's just funny. So. Yeah, but how can he walk? I, I just don't understand that. Yeah. So, PJ, do you have any friends that send you fucked up videos like that? You got any friends? No, not really. But you're a dude. I mean, like, Christina and I were having a conversation earlier about how different it is when women kind of hang out with women. And then when she comes out and hangs out with me and my guy friends, how different it is. Like, we make fun of each other. We rag on each other. We give each other shit. And then we, like, laugh at videos of girls shooting cucumbers out of their butt. You don't... Do you not relate with that, PJ? I work in a shop, Jason. Yeah, exactly. It should be worse than whatever I've seen. It should pale in comparison. Yeah, to but some I of the work. Shit. I work in a shop. The shit. It's you nothing see. but grab ass in the shop. Yeah, but I mean, like, don't you? So have... I live those videos you get. Yeah. Oh, so you shoot cucumbers out of your butt on like a Tuesday? Well, we He's shoot in some we of the videos. Shoot things. <laughs> I mean, let's say. But I live that life, Jason. Yeah. So, why don't you tell me a little bit about that? I want to dig into that a little bit. I want to um, explore. Yeah. So, like, what what kind of shit do you deal with on a daily basis? Damn, Earl, you should have brought three beers over. Oh, I lost my glass. Give me this. Hold on a second. You gotta. <laughs> yeah, that's the video I was talking about with the girl shooting a cucumber out of her bum. PJ is my brother-in-law. He's on the show, of course. Um, he has some kids, one of whom is Josh, our nephew, me and Christina's nephew, uh, Josh. And um, you were just saying, PJ, a moment ago that Josh, he's in high school. He's a high schooler. And their high school recently had a walkout. Is that, that's, I got that correct? That is correct, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So 
Uh, the walkout was in response to the recent news about guns and Parkland shooting. Yes, that's the correct. Parkland shooting in Florida. Yeah, so tragic event. But um, so it's just surprising that in Maine, I guess that was nationwide. The walkout. It was right. Well, ours was held after. It was supposed to be held on March fourteenth, okay. but we had a big ass snowstorm, so they did it the day after mm-hmm. March fifteenth, and it was. Uh, the school allocated 17 minutes for them to do their little protest inside the school. I think it would so in they, the morning or something. It was a walkout, but they stayed inside the school? Yeah. It, I mean, it's just a protest. That's, it, that's all it really was. They're that's calling one, it a walkout. but Yeah, that's one fuck of a walkout. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I guess yeah. it is. It, look, they're in Maine. It's cold. You know, there's snow. You don't want to walk outdoors. So you just walk out of the classroom, mill about in the hallway for 17 minutes and... So do, how did Josh feel about that? Uh, he's not really for it. The big thing is they didn't, they weren't done with the 17 minutes, and then they went outside to continue protesting after their allocated time. And uh, then it was just a huge, you know, parents were all in an uproar because they couldn't get back into the school. And it's, it, it, they broke the rules, and then they're all pissed off because they so, couldn't get back into the school. You're saying that they they overwent their 17 minutes that they right they went like, outside. Seriously, you're gonna let a bunch of 16 year olds out of the classroom for okay? You can go fuck around in the hallway, but only for 17 minutes. At minute 18, you got to get your ass back in the seat. And we're gonna start talking about fucking algebra again. Of course, a high school student's gonna be fucked. That I'm gonna go out in the parking lot. I mean, if you got half a brain, you're gonna try to roll a joint and you're gonna try to get high and then go back. There. I mean, you know, you don't want to go back there. How are you gonna give them a 17 minute break? And basically say, okay, you got 17 minutes. Why 17 minutes, by the way? The 17 kids. Uh, yeah, 17 kids that's were what shot I, I, that's or what killed I thought. or whatever. I thought that was symbolic of the deaths in Parkland, which, um, you know, I'm not making light of that, of course. It's just funny that, I, how are you going to rein these teenagers back in after 17 minutes? How are you going to get them back in the classroom? And like, okay, you had your 17 minutes. It was... You know, you accomplished the thing that you wanted to do, but now we got to pay attention to social studies again or whatever the fuck, you know? How do you feel about it, Earl? You're kind of quiet over there. I think... Uh, I like... Joanne is producing this show pretty well in Christina's absence. She's that. telling you to move closer to the mic. She's 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 doing the, this number. And yeah, she, I know. Joanne, that. you're doing great. You're yeah, going to get yeah. production credit on this episode, yeah, Joanne. That's good work. She, but she's thinking about audio quality, which is great because she doesn't even have a monitor headset on. She can't hear this, but she's considering our audio quality. Which well, is, she listens to me all the time, so she's probably glad she can't hear me now. So yeah. that's a pretty good thing. Well, my opinion of this walkout is I think that students have been... Uh, they're being used. Uh, they're being used by the uh, the left, or whatever you want to call them, the left. Yeah. Uh, they're they're not. Uh, I'm not saying they're ignorant, but they 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 don't have the life's experiences yet. They don't have. Uh, so uh, that gurgling sound that you just may have heard. I don't know if my Mike son. That is PJ chugging another fireball. Way to go, PJ. Fireball. Um, I think certain places maybe frown upon you drinking a nip of fireball, just shooting it down. But fuck that. We're pretty. We're big fans of that type pretty of behavior liberal. around here. Yeah, it's really laid back here, Jason. Thank it, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? If um, 
you know, if you're going to party naked, you might as well have some fire. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, if you need another shot, we can, you know, I can send one of the producers to go grab you another um, little <coughs> fireball nip. And um, let me ask you something, Jason. Yeah, what's your opinion? What's your opinion of the school walkouts? Oh, but I have to stay so Coward. neutral so that people can listen to this. Like, you know, well, what about in Atlanta? I've got left. What, what happened friends, in Atlanta? Right leaning in Atlanta? Yeah, in Atlanta. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't. I don't have any. I mean, here I've got. Of course, I've got nieces and nephews in Maine, in schools in Maine, and I've got nieces and nephews in New York. But I don't really have any. There's no. I don't have okay, any school yeah, right, aged right. friends or family in in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. I imagine that it was similar. Like they they did have some high school walkouts, and I mean, honestly, I think on the one hand, it's very important that um, the voices of these young people be heard because. If anybody, whether it's a, a young uh, teenager, a 15, 16-year-old teenager, or if it's an adult, regardless of the age, I mean, if someone expresses a concern about their safety and security, about um, you know, feeling uh, safe when they're in public or when they're at school, I mean, I'd kind of be shitting bricks. I was in high school when Columbine happened, so mm-hmm. I, I understand how things felt in the aftermath of such a violent event and how people did kind of feel a little frightened and a little bit at jeopardy because who knows that your school could be next. I remember being 17 or so when that happened and you know, that was scary shit. So I don't, I don't really blame these kids for also feeling like, Hey, I don't want to feel like I'm sticking my neck out here just to go to school. Cause most of the kids are like, fuck school. Anyway, I don't even like this place. I don't want to get, fucking shot for showing up at this place. I don't want to okay, hang now, out at it now, anyway. Now go, go a little deeper because you're, you're dealing with a constitutional right. It, it, this, is, well, this is a right. Indeed. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not saying that um, I'm, I'm necessarily in favor of, um, of repealing an amendment, but I, I don't blame someone or I don't want to say, I don't want to discount someone's feelings when they say, I don't feel secure here. I feel like Anybody could walk into my school at any minute, pull a fire alarm, and then when we stream out into the hallway, start picking us off kind of at random. Okay, what? So, but but then on the other hand, I mean, you you do have, um, you know, you do have again a constitutional amendment. And, you know, I, I think just being practical, good luck uprooting that one for for anybody who's pro repeal of Second well, Amendment. Well, I don't really see that happening either. No, I don't either. But. Why don't we harden the schools? I don't understand. You so know, that's a that's good question. That's problem. Actually, let me ask you, too. What do you feel... How do you feel about the proposal to arm people at the school? Whether they be teachers or not, how do you feel about increasing security? Because in the wake of 9-11, I will say in the wake of 9-11, uh, certain security measures at the airport... I mean, you guys are both old enough to remember before 9-11, you could... I mean, you could do whatever the fuck you want at an airport. We could record this fucking podcast at the terminal and get shit-faced. It didn't matter. But after 9-11, of course, the the rules changed a little bit. You weren't going to accompany your family member all the way to the gate. There was security. You had to go through certain steps. So in response to a a, a tremendously uh, traumatic national event that was just humongous historical event, um, there were changes to security and now you got to deal with the tsa you got to take your fucking shoes off you got to let the guy pat your ball sack to make sure you're not going to blow up the fucking plane you know i don't know if you've flown recently but they okay. get up in there i'm surprised they don't put two digits in my asshole every time i fly because they're getting up in there i'm like dude not only do you have 
I slept through this body scanner. You know what my balls look like. You're getting up in there with your hand. Like, you're not even using the back. Like, these, these guys are oh, yeah, tickling your shit. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, how do you guys feel about PJ? How do you feel about the, the idea of stepping up that type of security at, like, a school? Well, Jason, you, do, you don't... Uh, <laughs> you can't enter any federal building and actually go through... And enter the building without going through, you know, metal detectors, mm-hmm. armed guards everywhere. Um, the White House is the same way. Yeah. Any, any any government, yeah. any police station, any any place. Well, the school should be secure, just like congressmen and anybody in the government. They should be protected, just like the government or any rich. Well, we're talking freak- about. We're talking about public schools. I mean, this is a... Absolutely, this is, again, public this schools. Is, well, the, the whole problem is somebody's going into a public school with a gun and shooting the place up. If if there were armed guards protecting the kids, that's not going to happen anymore. There's there's several instances on out there where uh, school resource officers take down the person that's trying to harm all the kids in the school. Mm. So there, there are some... some some different examples of it. So they need to be protected just like anybody else, just like any congressman, the president, Ellen DeGeneres, or any other rich person that goes out in public that has armed guards surrounding them, the Pope. They all have armed guards. The children should be protected just like everybody else that thinks they need the protection. Yeah. Well, I certainly think the facility, I mean, you you, you have a good point. What do you think about... um Arming the teachers necessarily. Any way to protect them. Yeah. If if the teachers want to take on the role of protecting the kids, then that then that's what needs to happen. So you think maybe it should be voluntary? Like, I mean, I've got I can remember plenty of teachers that were dipshits that I'm not sure that arming them would would do us any good. Like and they, they probably wouldn't accept the challenge. They indeed. probably wouldn't want to take on protecting the, so the students. It, so that. Maybe it should be like, um, like you know, you got the sky marshals now. You got those, you know, the, there's always the guy undercover on the airplane that's like, you know, he's the, he's the dude. And you don't know he's the dude, but he's like the dude. Well, and there's always money to fix the roads. There's always money to pay the teachers. There's always money to pay people that work in, like, uh, the town offices or the policemen or the fire department. There's always money for all that stuff. Why is there no money? To put an armed guard in the school to protect the children. Yeah. We, the taxpayers pay for that school. How the many? taxpayers pay for the fire department, police department, road crews, oh. everything else that goes on. Why are there not armed guards protecting our children? So, it, but I mean, even looking back at the Parkland thing, it, it does sound like, according to what I've uh, heard on the news and stuff, I, again, I'm no expert, but I, it sounds like there was at least one... He, he was cowarding behind a car because so, he didn't want to go in and fight. Well, that's so, maybe, maybe he, he maybe that goes back to the sheriff's department and 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 to that department. Maybe it goes back to the police department as their fault for that for that killing. If a cop with a gun was cowarding behind, I mean, I can't control what what the person that's supposed to protect the children does. No, but does that mean that we? We don't just need one guy because, I mean, I don't know how big your high school was. My high school was pretty big. I don't know that one person, if they were in the wrong spot, if 
an attacker knew kind of how he's on this side of the high school. I'll start shooting up this end and he won't know I'm here for five minutes and I can, I can create a lot of mayhem and carnage before this guy gets to me. If he even does like sack up to come in and fuck with me, you know what I mean? Like how many people do we need? Well, let me ask you, how many times have you seen anybody, uh, infiltrate an air force base, army base, any of these bases they're hardened. You can't get in there. So, so you, I think you hard. should harden schools. I mean, harden hard yes, the targets. Right. Yeah. Saying. I yeah. mean, at least to get into the building. You don't have to make a, a fence all the way around the school, but it should make it more difficult to get in through the front door. Yeah. So you're saying much like with the... I, I create the analogy with the airport because, of course, right. 9-11 was tremendously violent, and but it was extremely traumatic. I mean, it affected everybody across the nation. Uh, regardless of the body count, I mean, we were all affected by um, that day. And then that obviously had policy changes that affected the way national security was handled. Um, but it affects us, I think, everybody in, in this room, I think it affects um, because of how we, um, we we experience it when we fly, when we go somewhere. I mean, P- I know PJ and Tammy have flown recently. Christine and I fly several times a year. I mean, you have to deal with this heightened security shit now, and it hasn't gone away. It's been- yeah, but you can still walk into an airport. You, you can, can still walk into an airport. You can't board a plane with a gun mm-hmm. unless you check it, but you can still walk into an airport. That's right. You can do a lot of damage. So, so yeah. Right. If you walk into the airport with a gun and you pull it out and you start blowing people down, there was a guy that flew, landed, got his baggage, pulled the gun that he had checked on his baggage, uh, yeah. and started blowing people. That was in Florida. Yeah. So you can still go into an airport and ca- cause as much damage as you want with a gun. I mean, yeah. just because you're not taking down a plane, well, you can you still kill people you is, won't get if it that's your security. intention. Yeah. Right. You can still go in. You can go into the baggage claim. There's all kinds of areas you can still go into the airport. Without boarding the plane. I think, PJ, what that really brings up for me is that um, the wonderful thing about the gun is that it democratizes violence. Where thousands of years ago, before the creation of such weaponry, um, the, 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 the people who were larger, who were stronger, had the... They, they kind of held the monopoly on violence. Like, I could do violence on someone who's smaller than me who is younger than me, who's weaker than me, because I'm this big 250-pound dude. But then the idea of a weapon like that is that it democratizes violence, and now you can give someone a gun who might be smaller than me, uh, as long as they can aim okay, you know, they can... They can hit me with the the with the gun before I can get to them and like you know choke them out or you know bash their brains in or like an old school style of of uh, of violence. So I, I think that's a double edged sword in that it's wonderful for self protection that like a woman can carry a um, a gun in her purse or something like that. And now this person who's maybe a hundred and twenty pound lady can defend herself against a two hundred fifty pound dude. Uh, whereas if you take the gun away, I mean, there's really you know, that, that there's no contest there. But then, uh, PJ, what you were saying is especially true because <clears throat> now anyone who can obtain one of these is, can now do violence at various places. Like you mentioned, the airport. Although there's a lot of cops outside an airport. I will say last time we pulled up at an airport, Christina, when, when we were getting on the flight from Atlanta to come back here, there was cops all over the outside of that airport. I don't know how much damage you can do if there's like a dozen cops like standing right outside the airport. I mean, the minute a, the, the shot goes off. But they're just traffic. 
No, but I mean, I think they would rush in if they heard gunfire they and if okay, so how much damage all would right. be done. So let let's ixnay the gun violence part. If somebody wanted to hurt people at an airport, could they not drive up to the to where you unload with a car bomb mm. and blow mm. the shit out of I a bunch of people? So yeah. Evil is evil no matter what. Evil is evil. If somebody wants to harm somebody, they're going to use whatever they can to harm somebody. Yeah, but just to play devil's advocate for a moment, when when I hear a lot of folks who are, maybe they do fall into that more right-leaning kind of pro-gun crowd, um, and I'm look, I'm a gun owner. I got to be honest. I, I do own a gun and I'm, you know, I, I have a concealed carry permit. Maybe they should take, I, I did pay money for the background check that was required before purchasing the gun as well as before getting the concealed carry permit that I have. So maybe, uh, like PJ was saying a moment ago that we spend a lot of money to secure certain places. You can't go into a courtroom. I don't know how many of you guys have been to court. I've been to court. Hey, I don't mind admitting on this fucking podcast. Hey, I'm in a court a time or two. Hey, it's okay. You know what? Look, I haven't. Yeah, okay. Um, We're proud of you. But I've been to court for both of us. How about that? Hey, we've been to court. Everybody's been to court. You know what? I mean, look, I stabbed that. have you? I stabbed that guy in self-defense, okay? Have you been to court? I fucking got. You've been to court? Oh, shit. Joanne's been to court? Like, you were the plaintiff? Yes, she has. Yes, she has. Oh. Why? Washington. For for what? car accident. Oh, that's mundane. That's nothing. That's mundane. I was hoping no, that, no, like... No, wait a minute. She went oh, on God. the stand, and she... She, she went turned, on the stand, she, and she was she, like, you no, can't no, handle not, the truth. No, no, she turned into a uh, turnaround lane. You know, it's like a divided highway. Did mom F up? No, no. Well, no, she was legal. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden, a guy came along and hit her broadside. It was my yeah. This was this was when she was pregnant, right? With yeah. with the girls. It was my yeah. seventy five. PJ. Cu- it was my seventy five. She was cut pregnant. No, she was pre- pregnant no, no. with PJ. No, no, no. It was you guys. You guys. Because I remember. This is why you're like. I remember you her are. telling the story. This is why you are. Anyhow, uh, she got hit, and the cops came, and so I don't know. Did did they issue a, a, a citation to the? Other guy, they, they would, that's right. They said she was out too far into the uh, lane. She was uh, obstructing the oncoming traffic, and well, she don't think she was that way. So she brought it to court. The guy that did it or hit her never showed up in court. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he loses. Instantly. Yeah, so yeah, she, she. No, wait a minute. She she gets the case dismissed. She says. But I have something to say. And the, and the judge says, wait a minute, you already won. But I want to say this. Yeah. I, I really want to. I practiced this in I, front I of I the mirror. It. I mean, can, let me yeah, say right. it. She asked, did the cop he, uh, smell beer or booze on the driver's thing? You know, Now, this could have blown the thing right out of the water. You know, But I guess he did. Right? Did he? And he, and he exonerated. Yeah. She didn't get a ticket. She didn't get a ticket. She fought it in court. I remember going down there with her. She's on the witness stand. The judges are saying, "You sure you want to say this?" I mean, it was just amazing. It was just, and she, you know, she won. You know, she was good. You know, she's way to go. Way to not incriminate. Fantastic uh, no, story, I Earl. I feel like good job, mom. Way to go, mom. 
fruit cup. Way to go, Mom. Hey, Christina, will you pass me that bourbon over there, please? She's Thank a strong you. person. Thank you. So um, I believe I was, uh, before we before we started talking about Joanne's wonderful... Um, um, oh, you, we went off track? Yeah, we got off track. Well, look, obviously we've been drinking. This conversation is pretty... I nice. haven't. This, this conversation is more flaccid than I am right now, so okay, okay. it's all over the okay. place. Now, what do you feel about so, weapons? I, I think I, I was kind of in the middle of, of saying, well, I'm a, I'm a gun owner. I'm, I'm, I know you are. I'm, I'm in favor of the Why? Of why weapons. do you feel you own a gun? Why, why, why do you feel you, you should be able to own a gun? Well, because I'm not, I'm not hurting anybody with it. No, no, I understand that, but don't you think it's a um, right of yours? Well, the way I think about rights... Uh, it's kind of interesting because um, in America we have the the, 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 the way the um, the way the rights work is that they're not granted by the government. They, these are God given rights. So, like, let's say I was just like in the middle of uh, I don't know an island somewhere, and I was all by myself. There was no government to rule me. I'm I'm solo on this island. Um, I have the right because I'm alive and I'm there. I have the right to protect myself from maybe wildlife on the island. Maybe there's a bear. Maybe well, there's okay, wild whatever. boar. So I have the right to arm myself with whatever I can find in my environment to then protect the life that I have because I am alive and I've I've been given life by whatever. Whether you believe it's a you know metaphysical thing or purely biochemical, and I just you know my mom and my dad got it on, and I you know you know and you know. Uh, so regardless, I have the right to then arm myself against animals. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. This is an example. Okay. So what I'm saying is, in in nature, we're we're just backpedal. Imagine that there's no society. We're just animals. An animal has a right to defend itself too, right? I mean, right. If if and if one animal is being attacked by another, then that animal does have teeth, okay. claws, etc. Okay, it has fine. a right to defend itself. And um, if the animal is has the wherewithal to like pick up a stick and arm itself somehow, then that ar- animal has the right to defend itself. And I don't, I don't know that that. I, I feel like the reason why we have that right is because if I was outside of any like governing body, if I was, I, I would have the right to defend myself. I have the right to life. So if there was any other human being or any other animal that wanted to impede upon my right to live, I have the right to defend myself. And if I have the wherewithal, since I do have the brains to kind of, okay, well, if I pick up a stick and hit this motherfucker, then, you know, I'm, I'm defending myself. So I think that does extend to uh, technology with regard to like new developments in terms of weaponry. So I feel like I do have a right to own a gun because... A, I like to shoot it. B, I'm not hurting anybody. C, I'm if in case someone does ever break into my home, I should have the right to at least be able to put up a fight to protect myself and Christina because she produces this show. She's important to us. Right, but what I'm saying is, you're you're you are definitely. Oh, she's fine. <laughs> you're. What do you say, PJ, about the Second Amendment? What I want to know your views. Before we go too far, I was just going to, before we started talking about Joanne's traffic deal, I was just going to say that everybody pays money to have background checks when you buy a gun and when you yes. when you get a concealed carry permit. Yes. So I had to pay, um, I don't know if I paid, I, I paid the state of New Hampshire, I'm sure, in order to get a concealed carry permit. So PJ was saying... We have money to protect the White House. Ironically, I don't know. Have you guys ever visited the White House? 
I don't want to get too far off topic, but I visited the White House as a younger man, as a teenager. I went with my family, and we went to Washington, D.C. We visited the Capitol. It was wicked cool. We did take a tour of the White House, and there is a large placard before you enter the White House saying all the shit you're not allowed to bring in. And it's stuff that you can imagine. Oh, yeah, obviously I'm not allowed to bring fucking C4 into the White House. They don't want me to bring Damn! Food. I know, right? So you leave all your shit. But actually on the placard... It said not to bring nunchucks into the White House. Like, <laughs> like fuck. Well, I already checked my gun. I left the C4 at the fucking hotel, but I can't bring my fucking nunchucks oh, in. My yeah, fucking yeah. nunchucks. Yeah. I can't bring my nunchucks in. I was going to get the president to fucking sign my nunchucks. Anyway, you're not allowed to bring nunchucks into the White House. I guess that goes without saying. But if you're a dude and you're like, hey, I'm going to go into the White House... But I want to bring my nunchucks in. I honestly, I think that person should be allowed to. I think, you know what? Fucking A, that's awesome. If you want to bring nunchucks into the White House, that's fucking cool as shit. If I was the president, I'd be like, fucking let me see those things. Let me swing those. At any rate. Um, to him. He's your guest. PJ was saying that um, that uh, maybe, you know, how do we find the money to uh, harden up the target, that the soft target currently that is the school? How do we, you know, you got to pay the guy to stand outside with the gun. And if you're going to have more than one guy, because one guy didn't work so well for Parkland, let's be honest, if you're going to have two guys or three guys or five guys, we, we're going to have to pay them a salary, right? We're going to have to buy equipment for them. Somebody's got to buy the bullets that they're going to shoot back at the attacker. So the idea is that uh, where does money come from? And then the money that I paid for my concealed carry permit, why not uh, use that to, we're going to, everybody that, that gets a concealed carry permit, we're going to take that dough and we're going to roll that over. What do you think, PJ, about using that money to maybe help protect the schools? Well, I would imagine most of that money probably goes to, like, the next unit that is doing the background checks. Yeah. It, it would have to come from somewhere else. But, so again, me- there's plenty of money that wasteful spending, lots of pensions that the government shouldn't be paying people, mm. people's retirements. If the government doesn't make money, the government receives mm-hmm. money yeah. from their, uh, you know, the citizens— they don't make anything. They don't sell a product. Mm. There's no reason these these uh, one bureaucrats might, should be getting one might argue pensions. One might, might argue though that the government they don't sell a product, but they provide a service. Do they provide a service by government? And we pay taxes for that service. We do. We we pay for and, the service, but but they do. Like I agree with you that the government doesn't produce something that then. I mean, they provide a value somehow, or we wouldn't. Why, why, why tolerate them if they don't provide us a value? If if it's a service, then we demand more because they're not doing enough to protect the children. And I agree with that. I mean, there's there's been. I mean, seventeen kids dead at Parkland is seventeen too many. But um, you know, I would pay. I would have paid more. I paid money to get a concealed permit, a handgun permit in New Hampshire, and I would have paid double. I would have paid triple. If it meant that they were going to divert those funds, I understand you got to pay the guy who's doing the background check on me to make sure that I'm safe to have this concealed permit. But I would have paid double or triple to give um, if some of that money was going to go towards security in, like you said, some of these softer targets. Because I do agree, it's just it's too easy for this kid to walk in and light the place up, you know? Yeah, there's there's plenty of funding. It just has to be redirected from wasteful funding, wasteful money that's spent on just waste. Okay. And there's lots of it in the in the government and there's plenty of money. 
to be had that doesn't need to go to bureaucrats or lobbyists or any of these other com- companies that pay to oh, have politicians. I thought you were saying for a second. I was like, oh my God, your mom is right there. I was going to say in front of your mom. I mean, I know we've dropped the F-bomb in front of your mom a whole bunch, but we should not say the word in front of Joanne. Please don't say in front of Joanne. She goes to church, you know, on Sundays. I understand. I'm, that's like a thousand Hail Marys tomorrow. Said, my mother's going to have to say. Uh, I know. But I'm, I was only saying. Do you have a heart, Jason? Do you I, know what my mother's going to have to go through tomorrow? Well, you know, I'm Sunday listen, in church. If my if my mom, you bastard, <laughs> you are such an asshole. <laughs> that what is the true. hell is wrong with you? That is true. I, the list is too long oh. to even. Honestly, it's true though. Uh, if my mom listened to this podcast, she'd be very fucking ashamed of me right now. But I, listen, the only the the only reason I said it was to say that we don't accept that kind of language on this podcast. Look, there's there's a couple of words you can't say on this podcast. And you said it four times. Look, I was only saying it to say that you can't say in this podcast. Jason, you cannot stop saying. Okay, my producer has told me to stop saying. I can't say anymore. I'm so sorry, guys. Look, it's an erosion of our freedom of speech. It's just so, let's switch from the Second Amendment to the First and talk about how I can't say the, this word it's on the podcast. It's it is the rule. But my wife, I swear to God, I'm going to hit stop on this record, and she's going to punch me right in the sack for for effing with her. And Joanne is nodding. So both the both of the producers think I should get punched in the sack. Some now. of the women in your life right now are not approving. Okay, but I was just saying. You didn't it. need to. I said it less than 12 times, though. Come on. It's okay. You said it seven times. You counted? Yeah. She jumped her cut. She gave us a joke. Um, so uh, I guess let's um, maybe, I think, how do you guys feel about the gun topic? Do we feel good? I no, feel like, I don't. I feel like um, we, we've addressed, I think both of you guys are pro-Second Amendment. Obviously, I own a gun, so, I mean, where does I'm that put me? more guns. Yeah, I think just to make this clear, Jason, Hitler's first first thing that he did was uh, disarm the the populace of Germany. Well, that's and a, then it was a huge Holocaust, and all the Jews died. Yeah, because they had no guns to uh, shoot the Nazis to protect they, themselves. I mean, they didn't kill all of the Jews. There's still some and now that that, that is another huge part of the Second thankfully, Amendment. Thankfully, thankfully, we still have. Well, and I agree with you. I've I've actually talked to several people. Um, I'm not going to say names, but I have talked to several people who say, "Well, that's not a concern for us." So. That was then and this is now, so we don't feel like we don't have to protect ourselves from the government. The government has tanks and, and, and they have jets and shit, and we've got AR-15s. And we have millions and millions and millions of people to go and destroy your stupid tanks. That That is a fundamental reason for the Second Amendment. It, if you look in history, it happens more and more. Well, look no further than government Vietnam. takes. Earl, wait a minute. Let me ask you this: the Japanese did not invade the United States in World War II because they said there's a gun behind every grass blade, every blade of grass. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, but but Earl has a point. I mean, it is. It does kind of dissuade a foreign nation to think well. Every motherfucker in that whole country has like four guns each. I mean, there's like four guns per person. I mean, the entire, you try to invade and the entire country can pretty easily defend themselves. At least, 
you know, they're not defending themselves against, you know, bombs falling out of the sky or whatever. But but uh, the idea of like boots on on the ground, mm. I mean, I, you know, hey, you you try to invade and, you know, you get the commie flag on you and I'm going to be sitting up on my roof popping everybody off until they get me. Right. I mean, isn't that the idea behind if we are all armed and we're essentially a militia ready to happen in case of foreign invasion? But I think that most people who are anti they're they're they're. they're for maybe disarming a little bit more than we are, are, are saying that that's not a legitimate concern. And it's when you think about the lives lost in the Parkland shooting, you think, well, we want to preserve this right to defend ourselves, even from a foreign nation. But are we being paranoid? Are we in, in thinking that this foreign nation might attack? And that in the meantime, while this foreign nation is not invading, we're losing teenagers to to violence. What do you think, Peach? What did you say? Why did why did the Japanese attack? They say that again. They, they, they did never not invaded. attack. Yeah, they didn't. They did invade. not. United States mainland because everybody was armed. Had a gun. Yeah, that's right. right. So so having weapons is a deterrent. That's right. Right. Mm. If 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 okay. So if this this kid this park shooter kid, if he thought he was gonna have. Um, the death penalty brought upon him. The death penalty is supposed to be used as, as a deterrent. If you get caught, you're going to be put to death. So if this was something that was used more, do you think shit like this would stop? Well, let me ask you this. Because he's already said, I will plead guilty if you take the death penalty off the table. He's well, already said that. He I, wants to spend the rest of his life in jail. I'll be honest with you. For the most part, I'm an anti-death penalty guy. I don't, I don't believe, for most part, 99% of the time, I think that I'm not for the death penalty. But, why? I mean, this guy, if they gave this guy the death penalty, I got to tell you, I'm not, it's uh, not going to upset why, me. Why don't you like the death penalty? Why, though? Because Tammy feels it's too easy. She well, feels it's an easy way out. No, I mean, there's, there's definitely, there's, there's, things to consider here there's there's both sides and i can i can feel both sides you know the death penalty is kind of the ultimate like removal of this person's agency i understand like no what, longer, what about torture would you be okay with torture i definitely not with torture if you're gonna kill the guy kill the guy but torture no um and there's nothing to gain from torturing either i mean it's one well, thing it's if you're, called repetition hold on a second but it's one thing if you're if you're waterboarding al-qaeda to get information on where they're going to attack next but I think torturing a guy because he's done something wrong, it's punitive, right? So how much is the justice system meant to be punitive versus we're going to punish you for something you did? I w anyway, at any rate, what I wanted to say is that there are a lot of studies out there that say that, um, the de that, 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 that making the penalty really harsh doesn't always dissuade people because right. they presume they're not going to be caught anyway. Right. Now, this guy may have presumed he's going to be caught. If you march into a school and start shooting the place up, I think... You're presuming you're going to die or you're going to be caught. At any rate, if they execute the guy, I'm okay with it. Like I said, 99% of the time I'm against the death penalty, but there is that 1%. If the person has participated in some really heinous shit, fucking with kids, um, you know, shooting up innocent teenagers in a school, I mean, okay. there's, there's an argument for it. But then there's an argument for the death penalty by saying, well, why keep the guy alive? Tammy says it's too easy, but then... 
keeping the guy alive costs money, right? I mean, a what lot if he, of money. Like Charles Manson. The guy lives till fucking 80. He has conjugal visits. He's got his girlfriend coming to jail, jerking him off. She's getting pregnant. Why should this guy have four fucking kids behind bars while the taxpayer is... I, uh, granted, he's not right. living the life of luxury, but... At the same time, why should we be feeding the guy, clothing him, keeping him fucking heated and shit like that? If you could put a bullet in his brain and then build a family for the fucking shell, then why the fuck not? Just just call it a day. It's, it's water under the bridge and get past it. I don't believe in punitive, like, we're going to get revenge on you because you did something bad. We're going to torture you for doing something bad. I say, no, either lock the guy up because he's a menace to society or shoot him in the fucking head. Fuck the bullet hole, bury the guy, and then be done with it, but no one's paying any dough for it. But I, mostly I'm against the death penalty. But Okay, let me refocus on what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Earl is going to refocus us That's after right. 18 Bud Lights. I don't give a shit. <laughs> F you. And um, the, I don't understand why they are getting all these high school students to... Uh, demonstrate where <clears throat> I think it's very uh, it's a con job as far as I'm concerned because these kids I'm not saying they're stupid they, they just don't understand not, what's going on they're asking the government to reduce their rights and it's 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 just unusual. It's just it. Why why didn't they do that in Sandy Hook? They didn't do that in Sandy Hook. Why it's didn't the, they uh, do that? It's huh? the teachers, Earl. Uh, yes, it's it the is. teachers. It's the teachers. Yes, it is. It's, it's stupid. It's just because uh, my kids had no no clue what this walkout was. And for. they probably had no. Uh, did they have a right not to go? Like if you didn't want to walk out of yeah, class, right. classroom. Yeah, right. Did they say or? anything? Jo- Joshua didn't. What did Joshua say? Look, I hate to Joshua sound like an said, asshole, but I'm sure all the Asian kids sat inside the class and just kept reading the fucking math book, right? I mean, the well, Asian I kids know, are like, I know there's a kid that's on Facebook that got, that got reprimanded because he didn't go out and participate in the walkout. That's right. That, that's he right. one kid. Yeah. Now that's, and then there's, they're asking the kids, the kids, well, the teachers told me to do it. Well, the teachers don't aren't shouldn't be forcing this stuff on the kids. This, That's this, right. the, the, well, now I'm not. This for is or not against. school education. I, I'm not for or against. Hopefully, throughout this conversation, I've maintained my position fairly well in the middle. But I, I don't think. I mean, I think the whole point of a demonstration is that you're voluntarily participating. So I think if you're if you're in any way coerced into participating in any kind of demonstration you i think that defeats the purpose i think the entire purpose of that and again this is another thing where you guys may not agree with the the demonstration of these kids and you might even say well do these kids know what they're demonstrating are they old enough to fully grasp what they're what they're protesting against but again i would say you know if they don't feel secure they have a right to to express how they feel i certainly i mean any human being has the right to express how they feel whether they feel insecure or not but if they um you know if if you're uh, you know i think again you, you you it's it goes back to the first amendment to say 
you have the right to participate in this walkout if you want. But also, look, if you want to if you want to sit there and study for your math test while everyone else walks out, you should have again that's part of your first amendment right that not only do you have the right to speech, but you have the right to shut the fuck up as well if you want to sit there and, and study and get an A plus and worry about that instead of walking out for 17 minutes and trying to smoke a, a blunt on the other side of your car and, and not let the teacher see you getting high. It was I a think, joint, Jason. It was a joint. Well, I think a bowl is kind of quick and easier to pack than a... I mean, just if you're going to smoke in the, the parking lot at school, what do you think? I don't know. I didn't smoke that much weed in high school, just a little bit. What do you think, PJ? You smoked a lot of weed in high school, right? I really don't remember, Jason. <laughs> no shit you don't. No fucking shit you don't remember. You you ought to remember if it was a bowl or a joint, though. Did you roll a joint or did you pack a bowl in high school? Whatever we had, Jason. Let me. <laughs> we would take whatever we could get. Let me ask you this. A when Coke you, can, Jason. A Coke. Uh, I did it didn't matter, Jason. Yeah, it didn't matter. Did you ever do an apple? Never an apple, Jason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, PJ, I'd like to extend an invite for you to be on every fucking podcast that we do because this is fucking hilarious. So, um, I listen to a lot of radio, Jason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I really know how to mess with the host. Yeah, it's good shit, though. Uh, PJ, I really appreciate that, Jason. Yeah, um, I appreciate you asking that, PJ, and I want to tell you that um, um, I did. <laughs> Are you all flustered, Jason? <laughs> no, but I'm getting a little hard. This is, this is working for me. Um, you said you never smoked out of an apple. When I was a kid, I never smoked out of an apple either, but I saw it on a movie once. I don't know. I think it was 40-Year-Old Virgin. They smoked out of an apple at one point, and I thought, how the fuck do you get, turn a fruit into a, a bowl? I smoked out of a asthmatic inhaler one time. That is ironic, and I love irony. Well done, Chrissy. Well, well done. Well done, Chrissy, Jason. Thank you. That's our producer. She, you know what? When you're a teenager and you turn a uh, inhaler into a bong, apparently you get to produce I just want to say something. All three kids have been adopted. I don't know any of them. Yeah. They were all adopted because Earl shoots blanks. So that's how we know. And I don't mind shooting blanks. That's all right. That's all right. But but Earl did not shoot blanks in Vietnam, right? Oh, no. I, I had a full clip. Full clip. Ooh. That's right. Is that innuendo for something? Should I be... No. Is that, no should I be right. grossed that's out? That's all right. That's all right. Is that... Oh, okay. All right. Well, um... I had a Vietnamese girlfriend... Did you know? Don't say that out loud. Joanne is in the room. Producer Joanne is not a fan of you having a Vietnamese girlfriend. Did she love you long time? Long time, big... Never mind. <laughs> no Alabama trouser snake. Tupuku. Tupuku. Are you familiar with uh, Full Metal Jacket, PJ? I am, Jason. Excellent, PJ. I'm so glad that you've you know seen that. The black guy means? was too big, so so she's like, no, no, you too yeah, big. No, no, no. Yeah. You know what dinky down means? Honestly, PJ, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Look, if I ever got turned down because my dick was too big, I tell you what, I'd be fucking proud. Look, you can get offended when you get turned down by a woman. If she says, ah, oh, you're too ugly, or look, you're bald, I don't want that. But if she says, look, your fucking hog is too fucking big... <laughs> 
definitely not you, an insult, Jason. Yeah, definitely not an insult. When she says, look, you got to go. Your fucking hog is too big. This fucking thing. Look at you. It's, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know. What am I going to do with that thing? I can't fit it in my fucking fireplace as a log. Yeah, I mean, look at this. You're going to break my... Look... I gotta say that's a compliment. How did you uh, just thank get you. from? It's something your dad can be proud of, Jason. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure my dad is wicked fucking proud of this podcast. I'm sure my parents are both listening to this shit, and saying, "Why didn't he's we saying, die ten no, years he's ago?" He's saying you should be. Your parents can be proud of your what hog. Of my hog. Yeah. <laughs> I love calling it a hog. Dear, want to leave? <laughs> Earl, come on, you can handle it. We got like 200 seconds left. I mean, so nobody ever in Vietnam ever told you Tubuku. Tubuku. You never heard that? Tubuku. Of course not, Jason. He's it's, white. <laughs> of course not. You're white. No. Dinky Dow. Dinky Dow. What's Dinky Dow? Stupid. Stupid? Yeah, crazy. That's all it means. It's crazy. I thought you were going to say Dinky Dow means like a uh, little penis, little, you know, get the fuck out of here, you know, your little cock oh, or whatever. Oh, no, no. No, Vietnam was a different ball game. But How, I had, huh? In what way? Look, I loved, you told us a Vietnam story a couple episodes ago. I love your Vietnam stories. I, I actually, I really want to encourage you to, uh, like, think about your Vietnam stories so that when we have you on, I want to hear Vietnam stories. I mean, this is shit. Is, it's very fascinating, and I'm not fucking around. This is, I'm being very serious. It's wicked fascinating. Yeah, but I, I am not a very good uh, example I mean, you had a lot of you said a good example. You had a lot of you had a lot of guys that your kids are pretty. Well, you're a good example. You got great kids. You, you got you're three the only one kids. that says that, Dad. You're well, the only one that says you're not well, a good I'm, example. What I'm saying is, just because uh, you didn't weren't on the front line doesn't well, mean you weren't yeah, there. Yeah, I wasn't shooting and killing people. You but know, you were still you were still there. Yeah. Cheers. And I. Uh, I had a lot of uh, when I when I came back from Nam, it was very uh, kind of traumatic. Um, I would not wear my uniform in public. Yeah, I heard that wasn't popular. You mentioned that last. Yeah, year. you were, you were hated. Popular. I mean, you were you were, the well, war was so hated, and, and, and people had no idea. You know, you know what you went through, and I didn't go through nothing. I was the Air Force, so Chair the Force. Army guys, Sorry, they Air just Force went Force. through. Love you. They just went through, you know, amazing stuff, and and it, the guys that came back, it's still in their heads. It's just, uh, it's worse than I think PTSD. I mean, I have you know so much respect and. Uh, for the Army guys, the grunts, the Marines, uh, the Air Force is like the uh, elite. We're, we're kind of, we don't see a lot. We don't do a no. We have our. Did something. We, I saw we, the pics. Well, we have our, you know, we have our, you know, uh, what we have to do over there. I was in Red Horse. Uh, that was our job. And so, uh, it's it, it, it's just uh, amazing. Uh, 
I, I remember we went to Washington, D.C., me That's and the wife, and uh, we saw the wall, mm-hmm. and it was like a, a vendor. There was two vendors there, and we went over, and we were talking to him, and he said to me, welcome home. Mm. And I thought that was the most, because when we came home. What year was that that he said, welcome home to you, that vendor? When did we, it had to be like probably 95, 96. Okay, so you've been home for a while. Oh, yes. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And so he, I've never been said that to me. Nobody's ever said that to me. Welcome home. Welcome home. I mean, that's so minute. It's so easy to say that. It's just, in fact, my, I mean, my wife, you know, she was pretty kind of shocked by that. Yeah. I mean, in 96, no doubt, that's a little shocking for the guy to say, welcome home 20 years later. For 20 years, nobody said, welcome home to you. But then 20 years later, somebody says, welcome home. I mean, that's... Yes. I would not wear my uniform in in public. What about now? Would you wear your uniform now? Yes. At an event? Yeah, for sure. I mean, You can't fit in a dead... Oh, my God! We're having such a fucking serious moment. (laughs) I'm about to start fucking weeping on my own fucking podcast. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm about to like wipe a fucking tear off my eye. You wouldn't fit in that. Your your monster dong wouldn't fit in that. (laughs) And that's it. So guys They gotta sew in a third pant leg for you, or oh Jesus Christ, (laughs) that thing is a monster dong. Jeez. I just dropped. Well, I got I got I got medals for that, so no worries. <laughs> do you hang the medals off? <laughs> yes, I do. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That purple heart. That's yeah, a purple. Oh, yeah. That's purple a good headed one. warrior. You can swing that around. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh yes, I beat your mom's head in with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I I I, I guess that's probably as good a place as any to end this because I think we've been about an hour now, and I um I do want to say uh, you know. Thank you to everybody who's listening to this shit. Uh, we got a little emotional. Let's hug it out. Uh, come find me in public at uh, Iron Empire at the gym or whatever, and we'll we'll hug, we'll kiss. Uh, Earl, love you, Jace. Love you, Earl. PJ, love you, buddy. Love you, Pop. Ah, uh, love both of you guys. Thank you guys both for uh, coming on the show. It's good shit. Um, I think Earl had like seven Bud Lights during that show. It was pretty good. Way too so, many. He's slurring his words. I don't know about too many. I think maybe the right amount. Um, it's good times. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this bullshit. Go buy some uh, Pill Cosby and some Vlad the Impale Her with your penis. Uh, um, you know, unless that hog is too, too uh, monster, you got a monster hog. All right. We'll uh, catch you motherfuckers later. Chrissy? Yeah.
gloves on On the move to kill the opposition Gotta step up out the way I ain't got no time for no lover Two flies to ever go under No time for sleeping, no slumber Better step up out the way I'm gonna strike this match and pop a can of gas Inhale the sweet smell for completing the task Headbangs to my beat side, get whiplash And my head blows up, splitting abs in the head What? I'm the greatest, see it in my eyes I'm better than the haters, yeah, God, I'm a fly I'm not immortal, I wear a disguise While I'm out with you preachers, I watch your demise uh. Slowly die, 99 is forever, brother, ain't no lie It's notorious how I hypnotize Finna bypass limits set by the sky They're like, Dom the less with that magic in his blood That be giving him the powers unattainable to us Dom the less is a legend in the flesh Got magic in his blood, he a legend in the flesh He the best trick, turn up your system If I were you, I would shut up and listen On the move to kill the opposition Better step up out the way I ain't got no time for no lover Two flies to ever go under No time for sleeping, no slumber Better step up out the way Turn up the system. If I were you, I would shut up and listen. On the move to kill the opposition. Better step up out the way. I ain't got no time for no lover. Too fly to ever go under. No time for sleeping, no slumber. Better step up out the way. Trick, turn up your system. If I were you, I would shut up and listen. On the move to kill the opposition. Better step up out the way. I ain't got no time for no lover. Too fly to ever go under. No time for sleeping, no slumber. Better step up out the way.